You're listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. Oneofus.net and all of the shows on it are 100% subscriber supported. Please consider becoming a subscriber to oneofus.net. Keep the site and all of our great shows going and get some terrific bonus content as well. So I feel like Crawl, while an accurate title for this film, a better title would have been just Fuck Florida. (laughs) (laughs) You know, because I mean, almost immediately I'm like, dude, Florida, why are you living there? Yeah, it's like that (laughs) meme, you know the meme where if you just search Miami man. Yeah. Or like, yeah. It's like, this is that movie. Oh, totally. I mean, like, Category 5 Hurricanes. Fucking dinosaurs walking around everywhere. <laughs> Florida man and daughter battles many alligator and crocodiles at the bottom of their crawl space during a, is it like a category five hurricane? Yeah. It seems just like insane. Yeah. yeah. It's like the, the worst set of circumstances that could happen. Yeah. And people making decisions that only people in Florida would make. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't at one point go, you know what we could do? The one way out of this, we could like smoke a bunch of crystal meth and blow the smoke at the <laughs> yeah. alligator. Just make them freak out, man. <laughs> <laughs> they can't handle it. Uh, I'm Chris. That's Alan. We oh. are reviewing the new Alejandra Ahe film Crawl, which they didn't, strangely didn't screen for press. Surprising, considering this has been getting moderately decent reviews. Yeah, I was surprised too. I went and saw it, and it was, um, that was my first thought. I was like, I'm surprised. Like, usually when that happens, it's like a disaster or like just. You know, it is bad. It's usually really, really bad, or they're really, really, really sure of it, so it's right. limited. And this is not one of those, but it's by no means a disaster. It's no. a well-made, like, thriller, a thriller of a little, like, horror movie. I mean, the only thing I can think is because there's a incoming hurricanes in New Orleans, and they were like, well, maybe we don't want to overly promote maybe, this yeah. right now. But um, all I can say is this is uh, Raimi's Ghost House Pictures, which has had a... Famous for not always having the best output, for, yeah. per se, but hit, every hit once or miss in a while. Is kind, yeah. yeah, hit or miss is kind, but they've had a few hits, and I think Crawl is going to go down as one of their better films overall, but mm-hmm. that admittedly is, like we said, kind of a low bar. So, what we got here is uh, Hale, uh, the character Haley Keller, played by Kaya Skol- Scodelario? I don't know how to say it. I do. She's from, she was in the Maze Runner. I enjoy her. the Caribbean Dead Men Tell No Tales. Yeah, I, I recognize her from, I, I'm a weirdly a fan of those Maze Runner movies. I, I think the first one was like pretty good and I yeah. watched the other two and they're not that great. Yeah. But I recognize her from that. She's really good in those. Man, those Maze Runner films. The first one, yeah, it's good until the very end where you're like, okay, okay well, yeah. yeah. And the second two both have sequences that are amazing. Really good sequences. Except yeah. the film doesn't totally hold together. But exactly. you're like, better than a lot of the YA stuff out there. For and sure. She was good in it. Yeah, she's very solid. But here she plays a, a swimmer when we first meet her. She's at a track meet. Um, and like, but she's, you know, fully grown. She's an and it flashes back a lot to when she was a little girl and her relationship with her father, played by Barry Pepper, who in my head always confused with Barry Peppers, the, the <laughs> person on the internet. <laughs> no, look up Barry Peppers and you'll be like, oh, God. <laughs> um, who, you know, was kind of her coach and everything. And we see that, like, there's some distances grown between them. Uh, 
And she doesn't obviously live at home anymore. She's a full grown adult. She's like, gets a phone call from her sister who's like, who she and her, it's clear they even they have their differences, but are still at least friends. Like, hey, I can't get dad to answer his phone. And there's a big hurricane coming into Florida by the old house. She's like, okay, well, I'll go down and check. And sister's like, no, don't be crazy. It's a category five hurricane. Don't go down there. Mm -hmm. And for reasons, question mark she decides to to drive the two hours right into the heart of the storm yeah uh, to I, see know, what's going on part of me buys that because like there's always in movies like this disaster movies there's always a couple people it's like oh it's fine like i've lived here all my life you know i dealt with storms and I, she strikes me as that like her dad is similar she strikes me as that person who's like it's just a storm you know we've dealt with storms i'll go in there and get them and we'll be out of there in no time right. i kind of buy that well, she goes down there. She goes to the house. She's looking around. There's a lot of, like, memorabilia from their past. There's a half-empty bottle of whiskey on the table. <laughs> and she's like – and, you know, it becomes clear that apparently he and uh, her mother are somewhat recently separated. Uh, you know, maybe just a few years. But they establish that there's an old house that they grew up in. She's like, I think he went back to the old house, which is right in the middle of the danger zone. Mm-hmm. So she's like, fuck it. I'm driving down there. Goes there. His truck is there. Uh, looks around the house, eventually goes and finds that the crawl space under the, see, crawl, mm-hmm. under the house right. is open. The doors to it are open. So she goes down there mucking about, and it's, you know, gross, yeah. <laughs> to say the least, and finds him unconscious with a big wound on his shoulder and quickly discovers that a big-ass fucking alligator has gotten in down there and apparently attacked him, and he managed to get away because a certain portion of the downstairs crawl space has piping that are just big enough for dudes, humans to get through, yeah, not big enough for giant-ass yeah, alligators yeah, to get through. Yeah, especially when the alligator is giant. Like yeah. This. And it's not like... I should say, it's not like... um Supernaturally large alligators. No, like they, it's, it's just big. It's just one of those big ass alligators that do yeah. exist in real life. Yeah, this you know? isn't like the John Sales alligator, you know. No, yeah. but, but it is bigger than you usually see. Yeah, and so they're both trapped down there. Unfortunately, with the scenario of like, oh shit, there's a hurricane and water is continuously pouring into this, mm-hmm. and eventually this is going to be untenable. We have got to find a way out of this crawl space. So. First off, the good news is is that this movie does find a way to eventually expand its scope and and expand the space in which they're surviving in as well in a ways that I thought were interesting. It doesn't spend the entire movie in the crawl space, yeah. which honestly, like, I'm torn off like if, how much better or how cool it would have been if they slowed the timeline down a little bit and it all was set in the crawl space mm-hmm. and they really amped up the claustrophobic nature of it because the setup and the premise when we first get in there, I felt like the claustrophobic like. It was, like, rough, even before the alligator showed up. And I was like, oh, this is, like, I don't like this. You know, I feel tense from it. Um, and once the, al- the alligator shows up and there's, like, another alligator, it's just a clear, like, you know, it's Florida. Alligators are coming in with the waters. There's alligators yeah. all around here. Well, I was going to say, yeah, the bad news is it turns out there ain't just one alligator. <laughs> there, there, there's a bunch, and they're all swimming around, and they're hungry. But, like, I... I like how it expanded, but I, I feel like the claustrophobic nature, which it, they didn't really squeeze that for as much as it's worth. It was one of my issues with it going through, like, cause it really is effective starting off and it seems to kind of, the tension gets released from that, like, yeah, as the movie went on and as it expanded in scope, but even while they're in the cross space, like, they kind of forgot that they can mine this for, like, that really tight tension. To me, I don't know. It didn't work. You might well. say hot tension. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sorry, that's a aha joke. Aha, <laughs> uh-huh. aha. Uh-huh. I overall enjoyed that. I I think if there's a problem here, it's just that the characters sometimes make 
A, make some not wildly dumb decisions, but ones that you're like, there's clearly a better choice you could have made here. And B, sometimes the camera, they do things where like the character are like, okay, so I'm going to take a chance and, and venture out to where the alligators are in this. Because mm. it's a huge, despite the fact the house didn't look that big, this is the biggest fucking crawl space in the world. Yeah. It's humongous. <laughs> and they'll be out there in it, dealing with another plot point or trying to escape. And you're like, where is the fucking alligators yeah. here? Like, wh- what, what are they doing? Well, see, even if like, because alligator, they kind of do. There's the movie movie teeters back and forth between treating them like real animals mm-hmm. who aren't just going to be constantly trying to like fuck you up because right. you know they're a real animal. And then it teeters the other way where like these things are pure monsters who all they want to do is eat humans. Yeah. So like it teeters back and forth on that when it's convenient. Um. But yeah, even there's a point where she has to venture out to try to get a hold of a cell phone. This is early on in the movie. You see it coming. It's not a spoiler. But she goes out there. And she gets it. And instead of like immediately running, running back. back to the safety, she just stays out there. It's like I'll just call on this alligator. You've seen it; he's fucking up your whole life here. Get back to safety and try to make a call. It's crazy. It's little things like that yeah. that that drive me crazy throughout this, where people make these decisions. You're like, no, what are you doing? But. That being said, there's never a, a huge moment like that for me where I was like, okay, this is so stupid. I just want to smack everyone involved. Yeah, it's I mean, right that's up, probably the biggest one right there. Yeah, that's the worst one. And mostly it's right up on the edge of like horror movie decisions, mm-hmm. you know. But uh, some horror movies do it better than others. This one is like kind of middle of the road. People make dumb decisions because it's a horror movie and they kind of have to. Um, but it, it doesn't really, really harm it. Like, I would argue you don't have to make dumb decisions in a horror movie. There's plenty of great examples of horror movies where the characters make all the right decisions and yet still get fucked up. No, that's true. <laughs> I, that's what I'm talking about, the ones that do it really well. Like, yeah. the characters are making right decisions. And, but, and I'd say... The bulk of horror movies, when people are put in situations, there's always a character or two that's making the the wrong one. I almost feel like that is something they teach you in horror movie school, because for general audiences, people love the experience of yelling at the characters at the screen and saying, like, they enjoy that, the schadenfreude of people being stupider than they are in the movie. That has to be a real thing. It has to be, right? Yeah, because we're all people, and we all see it, we all know, like, that's a bad decision. There's no way the screenwriter's not like... This is a good decision. They understand what they're doing. But there is a trope I'm glad they stayed away from here. And it might be partially just because of the the very small size of the major cast, which is basically just two people, Mm. uh, that a lot of these films have characters who just have so much assholeness to them that you can't wait to see them die. And this, they're both relatively decent people who are dealing with their... This situation brings out of them the troubles they've been having in a way that felt relatively organic, if... Not went on a little bit longer than I would have liked. A little. It, it is a strong point that these two actors are good. Yeah. And they're, like, fully, like, I mean, I wouldn't say fully, but they're fleshed out characters. Their relationship is fleshed out where it's, you care for them and you want to watch them. And there's not, like, and we should say that there are people that come along the way if you want some good alligator carnage. There is alligator carnage. Yeah, people like, get ripped to shreds. There is a body count, <laughs> but the characters that we're with mostly, like, you don't have that feeling of, like, oh, fuck this guy or fuck this oh. dummy. Like, you care for them the whole time, which what, is important. One thing I like is there's a there's a dog in this, and, of course, everybody, like, right now, there's this big sentiment of, like, don't you kill that dog, yeah. which I still baffles me. It's The dog is fine. <laughs> but no problem with humans getting tortured and murdered. But there's a sequence that like is so hyper aware of the way audiences are with that that makes you convinced the dog's about to get it oh, that yeah. turns it around that made me laugh because of how 
like ridiculous it kind of was that what they were doing, but it was like, okay, they were very consciously addressing that audience. Yeah. That's actually a good point. Is this, it'll lead me into something that I find sort of frustrating about the movie, but this director, he knows horror. Yeah. He's done a lot of horror. He That's gets pretty much drugs. all he's done. Yeah. He, he's good too. Like he's really good, which bugs me about some of the scares of this movie that don't really hit. And I don't know how much of this, do you know how much of this Gator was CGI? Like it a lot of it looked like the bulk, bulk except, it, right? for, except for like the super close up sequences. Yeah, because there's stuff in here like I feel like it would have been with a practical alligator, and then not to beat this drum again of like practical sure. effects for CGI, but with the tight space, like I mean the classic Jaws scenario where you show like a little bit of it, like you can get the teeth, like you use so much with practical creature effects, where I think the scares would have been so much more effective and visceral, but. With the budget that you're dealing with here, the CGI yeah, on this 13. alligator. 13.5 million. Yeah, the like, shots that you get, some of them look good, especially when the gator's in the water. Yeah. The shots all look good. Well, they do a lot of, like, the the, the gator isn't totally visible, and yeah. it's more about you can tell where they are because a little tail thrashing outside yeah. of the water and movement stuff in the Stuff like that. Like, that stuff all works, but there's a couple full shots of them. Like, the very first reveal of the gator in the movie is kind of laughably, laughably bad to me. Yeah. Like, it was just like... This is how you're revealing it. Like, there's so much can be mined for, like, if you show, like, I don't know. I don't want to, like, try to sit here and remake the movie. But with the director who's this versed in horror and understands it, because he nails it in other points in the movie and movies in his past that just, like, set up the scares, really good creepy moments. And this just feels like, it was like a video game cutscene at times, which was a bummer. I I did actually find a lot of the scares here very effective, but I'll admit I am, like, absolutely the sucker for this type of horror film being Mm -hmm. scary because, uh... I just don't trust anything you can't see under the water. And there's lots of like, cause murky covered with algae and crap and garbage water. And you're like somewhere in here is a fucking badass alligator is getting ready to attack. Me. I'm right and there. You've got to like reach yeah. over it for something. Lots of stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, that fucking freaks me out. And mm-hmm. this movie did that a number of times extremely effectively. I thought, uh, and I thought the kills were cool. There's one where this guy literally just gets torn apart, apart yeah, yeah. by like multiple alligators at once that I was like, no, that was fucking There cool. is some really cool shit in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, and it's even like, it deals with, um, uh, you know, during hurricanes, the looters and stuff. Yeah. And there's kind of an amusing sequence with them. Overall, I thought this moved pretty quickly. It wasted very little time getting to it. Oh, that's one of my favorite things. Like within the first six minutes into the movie, we're into the premise. Yeah. Bam. Like, and it's pretty economical storytelling because within the first min- six minutes, you know, like, who she is, who her dad is, their relationship, like, what she's doing, the premise of, like, you know, everything. Why like, she's going to put herself in this situation. Yeah. First ten minutes in, like, you're – it's all it's all there for you, so let's see the tension play out, which is awesome. Yeah. I mean, despite the, the, the mixed bag CG, because sometimes I thought it looked just, like – pretty good. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it depended on the shot. The alligators are overall a cool design, uh, and there are varying different sizes. There is a certain amount of that whole, like, not not too much of the whole, like, is it an alligator or is it possessed by the devil? Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but on the whole, they're like, they stick to certain rules that honestly, I don't know how true or not about alligator behavior and things of, of their hunting, like, practices yeah. to be able to not only mind give them windows to work around the situation, but also situations where you think, 
okay, they've got a window only to have it close because of things beyond their control yeah, yeah, and yeah. they're trapped. There's a great sequence of like where they're saying, okay, well, they function on splashing and movement in the water. So as long as we move slowly, we'll be okay because it's raining real hard. And so they like wandering out through the middle of like this swampy area. And right at that moment, they hit the eye of the hurricane and the water stops. And yeah. I was like, that's amazing. Yeah, that was really good. That's one of the better sequences. <laughs> And yeah, I'm more torn. I think it's the movie's like aggressively okay. <laughs> like, I, I, it's like maybe this teeters over on the edge of good. Okay. Like, I just felt kind of underwhelmed. There are definitely sequences in this movie that I full on loved. Like, but then there's other stuff. Like, I had a real problem with the geography of the crawl space. Like, you were talking about how large it was. And when you're dealing with tension, like, or a situation like this where it's a small crawl space, the geography of it is very important. Like, knowing where characters are, where the safe places are, where the bad stuff are. Because, like, when... But, like, I was just aimlessly crawling around. Like, I had no idea where anyone was in relation to anything else. Yeah. Um, which isn't an easy thing to do, I don't think. But that's a big part of setting up this tension correctly. And with that not being there, that was, like, a, for the first, you know, third of the movie, like, it... Yeah, a lot of the tension was just kind of sucked out of the... uh Sucked out of the movie for me. Like, I was sitting there, at first I was in, and I found myself getting relieved from the tension, but the movie wasn't doing that on purpose. Like, it was trying to ratchet it up, but in the meantime, I was just like, eh, who cares? Like, it'll pop out and she'll swim away. Like, it it, it wasn't there for me, which was a bummer, because I was really into it, starting off, and just when I thought, I was like, oh, this movie's not very good, I don't like it. A sequence would happen that was really good, and I'd be like... Okay, I'm back in, and then it would kind of lose me as it went along again. Um, so, like, yeah, I, I was teetering back and forth the whole time with the movie. Honestly. I think I enjoyed it a bit more than you, but you know what? Let's go to final thoughts, Hal. Get us started. Uh, yeah, so everything or, is I just, should say continue on yeah. with your final thoughts. Everything I was just saying there, it's it's over, because I'm a fan of this. I'm a fan of this director's first um, hot tension or high tension, his yeah. first, like, French movie that hit America pretty hard. Which weirdly was very controversial. People were very split on that movie. Yeah, I, and I do remember, like, not loving the ending, like, the, like, twist ending of it. If It's it's a pretty highly seen movie, but if you haven't seen it, I won't spoil it. But it is definitely a twist ending that is jarring. It kind of breaks a lot of the rules of the movie. But as a straight-up slasher, like, horror movie leading up to that twist, whether you like the twist or not. Solid. No question. Almost unassailable. made. Yeah. Almost it's unassailable. Up so good. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then Hills of Eyes remake, which I know Chris is like not really high yeah, on. I'm mixed to low on that yeah, one. And, but I really loved it when it came out, and that one is similarly brutal. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm a fan of his, and I was hoping this would be like, not that he's super falling off, but he's pretty back and forth. I was hoping this would be a big triumphant return to just like badass, high tension, no pun intended, super suspenseful, gory, fucked up horror. And it said it was just all that, but on, like, the okay to good level, you know? Um, so, yeah, I'm a little disappointed, but I'm not mad at it. Not mad I wouldn't saw it. This is a classic once it hits the streamers or if it's a matinee and it's Sunday and you want to, like, check something out, you're a fan of this genre, you won't be disappointed if you if you go see this, especially in a matinee. You're not going to be mad about going to see this at the theater. It'd be fun. Um, yeah, so I'll give it a solid six and a half out of ten dogs were sure going to die. But maybe they won't die, but we're pretty sure. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, uh, one of the things I really liked about this, that, that few 
too few horror movies do is mixing their genres with two different tension things. Because this is a disaster movie, right. full on. Like, there's a, the last third of this film has a lot, starts evolving much more into the, the tenets of the big disaster movie, like stuff you saw in The Impossible or something like that, you know? Where it's like, whoa, and this shit just dropped, and now it's about it to get, like, way worse for our yeah. characters. And it does some really, I expect th- a lot of the budget was in that last, act where we start seeing like just massive house destruction you know and just super cool inside the house sequences that is all but totally flooded in there there's a great sequence inside of a shower that i thought was funny as hell oh yeah that was great. <laughs> um there's there are a lot of clever moments in this there's good performances i think on the whole this is kind of an old-fashioned horror film but like and by that I mean sort of nineties. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like Lake Placid meets The Descent meets The Impossible. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's pretty good. Uh, the, the alligators are just fucking creepy. I don't understand. We should ship them all off somewhere else. Yeah, I don't know why. They're dinosaurs, guys. They're dinosaurs. Don't live in a place with yeah. dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> Technically, so are birds, but yeah, you know. But yeah. I hate those too. Yeah, I'm not a fan of birds. Birds <laughs> and alligators, get them out of here. Yeah, I mean, birds aren't going to kill you unless you're an Alfred Hitchcock movie, yeah. but or if it's like a, a angry ostrich. Yeah, or I was about to mention the ostrich. He'll get you. <laughs> well, yeah, Florida is America's Australia. What are you doing there? Leave. <laughs> God wants you to not be live here. Clearly, <laughs> he sent a very unmistakable message. Um, but I think this is fun. I, I, I actually did have quite a few like laugh out loud moments and also that sort of I call patience laugh out loud moments where you cackle evilly at something horrific happening on screen because it's just so goddamn gory and yeah. cool. You're like, ah. <laughs> I think the people next to me thought I was a serial killer. <laughs> yeah, back home, they just imagine you back home with like a tub full of gators just waiting. Yeah. Like, this guy, we got to watch out for this guy here. Right? Yeah. Uh, no, that would never happen. <laughs> I'm not going to have an alligator anywhere near me. I, I I think this is well worth a watch. I think this is a good group of people going to see a movie more than by yourself. Just having fun together, especially if one or two of the people in the middle of the group are those people who scare really easily. Because, I mean, this isn't the goriest film ever made by any stretch of the imagination. You know, this isn't like an extreme gore movie. But the tension does ratchet up pretty goddamn high during it. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, it, it genuinely hits some scare points, for at least for me. Uh, I'm going to give this... Seven and a half out of ten American states that can go fuck themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, fuck Florida. What are you doing? Get out. Get out. I have a friend in Florida in Miami. I, Stay strong. I have family and friends in there. Like, lots of them. My mother lives in Florida. And I'm like, <laughs> why are you still there? 